Hey. We'll just start. Yeah. Like, we're so we're bad here. at the starting We part. really are. We it's need hard. To, we need to figure that out. It's hard. Hi, this is Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Yeah, I'm Meryl Gay. And I'm Connor Relier. Wow, wow. We did it. We're here. Okay. Uh, we have a great action-packed show for you today. That's real fantastic. Um, But first... We have a little bit of biz. Let's talk about showbiz. We've got some biz from show. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Truly. Go for it. So uh, on the day that we're recording, um, they have announced that there's going to be a Death Becomes Her musical sure. with Kristen Chenoweth starring in the Meryl Streep mm, role. Now, Con, quick, yeah. quick cue for you. Do we know anything else about this production? Literally nothing else about Great. this production Great. has Great. ever been announced. Good. I feel there good about this. There is no production calendar and there's no other creative team. It's just Kristen Chenoweth on a stage performing in the dark. I think this is our moment to start a letter writing campaign to get them to let us be on the creative yes. team. I'm I've literally writing the letter as we her, speak. But I do require to okay. like, be part of this yeah. team. Yeah, so, no. I think we're... Hear that, Twitter? Tweet at us. <laughs> Tweet at Bits Over Broadway <laughs> to get us onto that team. Death becomes them. Okay. Great. All right, that's all I have. That's all the biz. Well, guess we better introduce our guests. Yeah. Guests. That's right. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. There's Plural. two of them. Plural. We're breaking a lot of uh, bits over Broadway historical ground tonight. Yeah, nine episodes in. It's yeah. crazy it's how many true. records it's we're true. setting. <laughs> in one episode. We have two guests. Uh-huh. We're doing our first Andrew Lloyd Webber show. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. As me. I have requested, please address him by his title. I'm so sorry. And if you can't remember, it's just a really simple, uh, you know, L-A-L-W. <clears throat> sure, 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 so. sure. Um, so the people that we have on our show tonight, um, if Meryl and I are Romy and Michelle, these two are definitely Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and those are analogs, so. <laughs> analogs? How do you say words? Analogs. An- Nope, know. it's too late. Keep going. It's over. There's no going it's over. back. We're over the cliff. <laughs> back into Selma and Louise. Okay, so we know both of these gentlemen and ladies from college. <laughs> we all went to the University of Missouri. Some of us have degrees in theater. Some of us don't. It's hard to keep track of who's got what. They have credits more than Connor and I could count on both hands. And I'm just going to introduce them. We have Caitlin Reeder and Keaton Cruiser. Hi, hey guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome Pleased to, the, to be here. Welcome so to the show. Hi. <laughs> uh, a fun fact. Keaton and Caitlin have told us they do not listen to podcasts. <laughs> so we said, you should be on one. Yeah, we basically <laughs> bullied them to get on here. Yeah. They're like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> We've made an exception. Yeah. It's really good you can't see both of my black eyes right now. It's true. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he hates it so much. Uh, the show we're discussing today is Cats, Yay. which is a favorite, we've been told, of Caitlin and Keaton's. Um, would you say that you bonded over this show, or did you bond over other things? I'd say we bonded over other things and mm-hmm. then discovered the mutual respect for the show <laughs> sure 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 the show itself a very or fond sp- of reverence a reverence <laughs> sure 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 um uh, the show or the movie specifically the 1998 can we not call it a movie oh, stage staged uh film staging stage version film stage adaptation um, specifically sure, sure. the 80s film stage version because sure, sure, sure. what sure. other version have we to be familiar with mm. mm-hmm. i guess that's mm-hmm. none they closed it they never should have. <laughs> Very rudely, <laughs> they closed up. Be running. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so, just 
plot synopsis. Cats is a musical composed by Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber based on <laughs> Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. It tells the story of a tribe of cats called the Jellicles, and the night they make what is known as the Jellicle Choice and decide which cat will ascend to the heavy side layer and come back to a new life. That is from Wikipedia. Is, that's how accurate. It's pretty close. That's yeah. completely accurate, that's, I guess. That's um, the basic plot mm-hmm. point. What I think is important before we go any further is that Old Possum's <clears throat> Book of Practical Cats is a book of poetry that uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber cites as a favorite from his childhood, <laughs> which is upsetting to truly. me, truly. Absolutely. Uh, just <clears throat> some facts and history. Mm-hmm. The first Cats production opened on the West End in May 1981. Sure. And it was the uh, sixth longest running show on the West End. And it was the longest until our uh, most recent episode, Les Mis, mm-hmm. passed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened on Broadway in October 1982. Mm-hmm. And that original production stayed open until September 2000 for 7,485 performances. And it was the longest running show on Broadway until Phantom of the Opera passed it in yes. 2006. It is the fourth longest running show in Broadway history. And there has been a movie adaptation, like we just mentioned, and that was filmed in 1998. And a recent Broadway revival that opened last year in July and closed on December 30th, which is probably still in the future. <laughs> Which is coming up at the time of recording, but sure. by the time we release this episode, probably we can will never have be passed. sure. Um, um, the 1983 production was nominated for 11 Tonys and won seven, including musical or uh, best musical, best book, best score, a featured actress, and um, surprisingly, the 2016 revival did not get any nominations. It did get nominated for Drama Desk and Drama League awards. Tragedy. But it was a tough over. season. It was a tough season. <laughs> well, because it was the weird season where like only three shows that were revivals got nommed and Cats wasn't one of them. It was weird. Was it the same year as Hello, Dolly? Is that why? It was this past year, yeah. So. So. Yeah. So. You got a lot of star power to compete with. Sure. Yeah, Pat Miller's not starring in Cats. (laughs) She should. What a goddamn gift that (laughs) would be. That's our new letter writing campaign. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Interesting fact, the premiere, the Broadway premiere Sorry, let me start over. The original Broadway production was directed by Trevor Nunn, who also was involved in Les Mis. Yes. So the 80s apparently was only run by three people. <laughs> I assume. Sounds about right. Uh, Going to do a real quick list of characters. Now, what's important? Good luck. <laughs> quick. Quick. <laughs> Truly good luck. Quick. Short. What's important to note is that, now I have a note in my book says let's talk cat lore. Um, <laughs> cats have two names? Three. 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 Pardon. They have three names. Let's discuss. They have their human name that their human family calls them. <laughs> the name that they use when they turn Mittens, back into humans. <laughs> whatever. Um, Poncho. Poncho. Sure, Poncho. My brother's cat's name was Trucko. Listen. <laughs> Greg. Um, Greg. My cat, Greg. I would love to have a cat named Dave uh, at some point in my life. Dave. Um, okay, what's another... What's another name that cats might? Well, have? they have their they have their jellical name. Sure. Like their ethereal name. Their their ethereal name, which sticks with them through all of their Nine human pet lives. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. okay, okay. So the whole thing with the heavy side layer is you mm-hmm. live your nine or however many you deserve sure. uh, lives bound to this earth as your jellical cat. Uh huh. Say you're Jelly Lorem, you keep coming back as Jelly Lorem until you go to the heavy side lair. Yeah. And then you come back as a new Jellical cat. 
With a new Jellicle name. New Jellicle name. Mm-hmm. Jellicle is the name of the tribe. Yes. <laughs> is what I've been informed um, by Wikipedia. So, let's starting from the top, let's go through the tribe. These are in alphabetical order, not order of importance. <laughs> um, asparagus, Gus, the theater cat. For short. Bombalarina, part of the Gumby trio. Bustafer Jones, fancy. <laughs> Sorry, this is also me describe like condensing the description on Wikipedia into one to four words. Uh, Demeter, also part of the Gumby trio. Grizabella, former glamour cat, outsider. Uh, Jelly Lorem, queen slash Gumby trio. Jemima, kitten. <laughs> Don't even remember her. Kitten. Kitten. Uh, Jenny Annie Dots, ruler of mice and cockroaches. She's fat and she tap dances. <laughs> but she's not fat when she tap dances. And that's, that's true. That is the key. Uh, Macavity, criminal, bad cat. Uh, Evil. Mr. Mistopheles, I've written 24 fuetes. <laughs> magic. <laughs> now, he is a magic cat. It's not magic that he can do 24 fuetes. But it is. It's a little bit magic. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Mungo Jerry, a cat burglar. A cat burglar, but he's not a bad criminal cat. He's a mischievous cat. We like Mungo Jerry. We're team Mungo Jerry. Uh, strap, Mungo strap, Mungo strap, yes, Mungo strap. That that middle U is. You gotta, you gotta hook it. He's the narrator, kind of the person we're introduced, and he is also old Deuteronomy's second, like right hand guy. Yeah. Old Deuteronomy has like. Two or three okay. sort he has of many hands. He has several hand men. <laughs> well, I mean, I he's a cat, so he has four, right? Sure. Well, I yeah. think it's kind of like we uh-huh. have a lot of cats helping us understand who Old Deuteronomy sure. is, and sure. more so than God assistance. Sure. Yes. Which brings us to Old Deuteronomy, who is God cat? Okay. Who is um, God? Rumple teaser, a cat burglar with Mungo Jerry, also so mischievous duo. Rum tum tugger, a flashy cat, <laughs> rock star cat. <laughs> Truly the David Bowie David of cats. Bowie cat, yeah. <laughs> uh, Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. And Victoria, <laughs> the white kitten, who dances. She's the sexy pure cat. cat. She is cat. the pure cat. And then well, Demeter's the sexy cat. Demeter's the sexy cat. Yeah. Is that everybody? Uh, I mean, there are more people, but that's... That's enough. That's enough. Those <laughs> that's, are the, those are the, the main players, the yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so these are all... So let's get into it. These are all based on... Um, T.S. Eliot poems. So every song is an introduction of the cat. They're trying to prove why they should get to go to the heavy side layer uh, with old Deuteronomy. <laughs> and also, <laughs> they're just talking about their lives. But all the poems, like the deal, I think, with T.S. Eliot's estate was that they could not change the poems. Mm-hmm. So all the lyrics kind of are repetitive because it's like a four-line poem. That they are, yeah. s- is, which is set to music. Um, and thus they also don't really describe why that cat deserves <laughs> no, to. Right. No, right. It just gives you a short bio. Truly describing the it's cat. It's up to you. <laughs> choose your own adventure. Exactly. Who that would be a like really exciting... Cat? If the show was a choose your own adventure, I feel like it would be much more exciting. Agreed. <laughs> um, and there was a note in the Wikipedia... <laughs> yes, Caitlin? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That when this production was was like in rehearsals, uh, no one really knew what the plot was. Again, 
because is there? Um, There's not. So they were all just like rehearsing cat movements <laughs> and like this insane, these insane dance numbers and really had no, just singing songs and not really sure what the play was about until I guess someone finally stepped in during I mean, a notes all, call, I assume. What I wouldn't give to be a fly on the wall or truly, a cat true. on stage. Truly. truly. A cat on stage. <laughs> I think it's important to also note that this takes place in an old junkyard slash alley. Mm. Absolutely. Oversized. So it's all uh, from the perspective of a cat. To scale to human cats. Yeah. <laughs> to human cats. <laughs> so giant car, huge boots, shoe boxes come into play. A shoe falls from the ceiling and it startles them. Yes. And it is also the size of a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Scares those cats. <laughs> Are skittish. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's just go through uh, favorite cats. I know that you guys have a couple. Let's start with you, Caitlin. Well, I I strongly, I, I mean, you did say Thelma and Louise, which I appreciate. That's a very deep compliment. It's a it's wonderful good, film. Yeah. But I would say that Keith and I really identify with Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser yes, in absolutely. particular. And I know that. I know. Yes, I do know that. I just didn't want to give a. I didn't want to give away. You can't give anything away. Yeah, I, I can't give it away. I appreciate that about yeah, you. Yeah. Well, we, we identify with them mostly because of their incredible ability to do tandem cartwheels. Sure, sure, sure. And, sure. and also some of their other qualities. And we can also do those. And, yeah. And please list those qualities now. <laughs> <laughs> and please do list those qualities. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're uh, they're um they're, they're, they're mischievous, just like us. Sure, 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 sure. Love their gymnastic ability. Mm-hmm. They have the best number. Um, I Rumple teaser has pearls, just like Caitlin has doesn't. pearls. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. just dripping in them right now. <laughs> Smile. They're both very thin. Yeah. Which That's you both are incredibly talented. You can't tell I'm on a podcast. <laughs> Um, another cat that I strongly identify with is um, Jenny Any Dots. Sure. Great name, Jenny Any Dots. I identify with her because that was my MySpace name. <laughs> that's, that's how you know you're a true theater kid when your MySpace name is a theater reference, a yeah. musical Do theater Do you know reference. how excited I was when I punched it in and I was like, no one has ever used this? <laughs> Unreal, because I was shocked. everyone used this. I was shocked. Can't believe you weren't Jenny Anidot's 94. Right. I'm saying. <laughs> I thought for sure. Um, she, so she tap dances. She um, does. She sits and sits and sits, as the song she says. She sits and sits and sits and sits, and that's why she's a Gumby cat. Sure, um, sure. Whatever that means. Um, she is we all a Gumby also cat? the True. master of... The mice and, and the, the cockroaches, the roaches yeah. and mice, mm-hmm. and she like and, teaches um, them to do stuff. Right? She does. She makes them live productive lives. They're oh, just God. living these dumb trash lives in this house that she lives in, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh "My God, you mm-hmm. are Jenny. What Andy do dogs. we do?" And I'm like, "Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put on a show." <laughs> You're extremely Jenny. I know that about myself. <laughs> so I have lived with Caitlin for many years. When we, when in college, I lived on a friend's couch in the same apartment. <laughs> building and then uh, when we we both moved to new york together and shared uh an apartment for two and a half years sometime long, for some time uh can confirm we put on so many shows she made us be productive little cockroaches <laughs> just bossed us we really put on a show every night so incredible <laughs> feels extremely accurate i get that uh keaton yes well um <laughs> Ooh, he's got podcast voice. He does have podcast voice. He has I podcast like voice worse than worse than we do. Well, okay. <laughs> 
No. Um, so, in addition to, of course, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser, <laughs> ultimate duo of all time. Of course. Um, ultimate duo of all time. I identify most probably <laughs> with Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is essentially the 11 o'clock number of the show. It is. Um, <laughs> It's why you stayed of bafflingly. Skimble Shanks yeah. at yeah. the 11th no eleven hour. No one actually care about cares about Grizabella or anyone. They come for Skimble Shanks. They come so. for Skimble Shanks. It's um, true. They true. come for Skimble Shanks. <laughs> and who doesn't? Uh, so the the thing about Skimble Shanks is that he. Uh, uh, he's the railway cat. He runs the operations on the train. So he, sure. um, is known for not allowing anything else to go wrong on the train. <laughs> and I identify with that. You know how cats run trains. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. He's a micromanager. Oh my God. That makes the MTA makes so much sense now. He, not yeah. in the same way that a micromanager is a micromanager, but he manages the small things that the people can't see. Yes. Of course. Sure. It makes it go right. Sure, sure, sure. Both um, Jenny Any Dots and Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat are micromanagers, but in different ways. Jenny Any Dots is a micromanager because cockroaches are really small. Yeah. Yeah. Not the ones in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Only in New yeah, York. I'm from kids. Texas. I don't <laughs> they're pretty big. They're like three inches long. Ew. Like, yeah. Like just long. And they long. fly. <laughs> they fly. You ever had a cockroach fly at your face? Yes. <laughs> It happened to be in Washington Heights. It was the most no. horrifying experience I've ever had in my life. Hard pass. <laughs> Guys, New York is good and we actually love it here. <laughs> yeah, it's so super great and never leaving. <laughs> Don't ever move anywhere else. Um, so, uh, Grizabella was mentioned. Yes. Uh, I feel like Grizabella is probably the character you know but you don't. She sings the song Memory, which is like a standard in musical theater. Pretty much. Yeah, memory all alone in the moonlight. Caitlin and I both gets parodied uh, a lot in pop learned culture. to act by singing the song. <laughs> oh, memory. it was certainly formative. It was truly a uh, part of my like formative years learning. I had no concept of what Cats was, or the story, or why she was singing it. But uh, having seen the show, I didn't see the show staged. I saw the movie version and was like, oh, yes, I am Grizabella. The, the old I identify trying with this glitter to egg. impress her friends that don't love her anymore. <laughs> I hunched over and singing a song about how lonely she is. It's, okay. <laughs> it's very me. I felt a real kinship with the character. Um, but yeah, so then let's talk about McCavity. The bad cat. Mm-hmm. Spooky cat. Spooky. One Everyone of the best is numbers. Feared of him. Sometimes yes. he's just a pair of eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Truly spooky. <laughs> Much like Rumpus Cat, who is also just a pair of eyes. No, he's all muscle and sinew. It's disgusting. <laughs> he's muscle- the smooth cat. <laughs> <laughs> smooth cat. Rumpus Cat is truly horrifying. If you want a like a visual image of what Rumpus Cat looks like, he is that obnoxious thing that keeps appearing on Instagram. When it's Halloween, of it's just muscles on a onesie for grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. like a lycra suit, like a, yeah. a gray black version of that. Yes, that's what his costume looks like. Like exactly. Yeah, we should say sidetracked. These, sorry, these costumes. No, never a sidetrack on this pod, <laughs> please. Uh, these costumes are just bodysuits. Yeah, they're, they're nice, tight. <laughs> they're nice. They're in tight bodysuits with tails, and then incredible hair and makeup. Yeah. I thought that was their real Great hair. Great accessories. It's their real hair. Never on Broadway like has that. anyone worn their real hair. <laughs> Not once. 
How dare you? How <laughs> dare you suggest? We don't have wig money. <laughs> Um, I just did have a quick question about McCavity because there yes, is a line yes. where they discuss that the Scotland Yard, that Scotland Yard is looking into some cases in which he was involved. <laughs> and I just have to wonder why the Scotland Yard is allocating resources to cat mischief. <laughs> I can't speak for the Scotland Yard. Um, and and I, that's a bummer because I would like you to. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, he's a very... He's a dangerous cat. He's a sneaky cat. We've got to get all Interpol. We have to get all the forces on Mm -hmm. this. One could assume that because there is a cat god and several other cat archetypes that perhaps the Scotland Yard is referring to the the Scotland Yard cat police. Cat division. The The Scotland Yard. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The Scotland Yard. Sorry, I'm not into that. Now, now if they had said Scotland Yard, I'd have let it go no problem, no question. I'd have said, sure, sure, sure. One could assume that, but I like to think that it's the human Scotland Yard. Like like he's causing enough of a ruckus that he's ruining all of that this one cat is Scotland. Scotland is on fire. Yes, that tracks. The United <laughs> Kingdom as a whole. It's just a front yeah, yeah, yeah. yard in Scotland. We know a lot about how things. Yes, the yard <laughs> is That makes more sense. <laughs> what is the Scotland Yard? <laughs> I don't know. Police, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. like the like police with accents. London police or whatever mm-hmm. or something. Like we that. know how things work over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're familiar. We're, I've we been know. there tons we of times. I'm a jet I have a cottage. I have like four passports. Old stamps from Scotland. Four passports. Do you get a new passport? If you fill up your passport? Yeah, you have to get a new one. That's what she's saying. I, I would not know that because my passport is empty. I know. I only have like empty. one stamp in it. What, do you think they're just going to stamp your hand? <laughs> it's not like a club. Well, you're all out of space. You can't go to oh, Israel. Shoot, I washed my hand. <laughs> oh, I need to get back in. Um, anyway. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, quick cue. So... In watching the film, which we all watched together, yeah, we did. best decision we could have made. Yeah, that was important. <laughs> True. We, had a, we had a, a blast. lot of wine and, and a blast. We there had a no lot wine. of wine and a blast. There was no wine. No, we don't drink. Um, <laughs> all of this is being done sober. Never have, never Always. will. Always. <laughs> and we came across, so when Gus, the theater cat, hmm. comes out, he is accompanied by... Jelly Lorem. Sorry, Thank Jelly you, Lorem. <laughs> and... I wish to, before I continue with this story, I should say, Keaton can identify all the cats on site without assistance. They're not singing their song. Mm -hmm. They're just dancing around, pawing about on stage, and Keaton is like, here's this person. They don't have a line. Here's this cat. Also doesn't have a line. Almost all of them. Not not talked about. He knows who Cleopatra is. Oh, such a sweet. Her name's Cassandra. Cassandra. The Cleopatra. I call her Cleopatra because she's an Egypt cat. Yeah, because she's the Egypt cat. (laughs) She's very smooth. Cassandra. So smooth. Smooth Anyway, um, so accompanying Gus is Jelly Lorem, who is singing. And in the film, Jelly Lorem is played by Susan Jane Tenner. (laughs) Now, here's what we need you to know. (laughs) She came out and immediately Keaton and Galen were like, my God, she's so old. How dare she be on our screens? What a hag she should be put in a home. And I was like, she can't be that old. 
She's yes. she. It was the '80s. Everyone looked like 20 years older than they actually were. It was all were. the coke. It was all the blue eyeshadow. We just <laughs> didn't know how to put ourselves together. So then we were like, "Well, listen. There's only one way to resolve this: the internet." And so we took to Wikipedia. Keaton is truly searching away, <laughs> and under Susan Jane Tanner's birth date, uh, like it says on Wikipedia, you know, born this Susan Jane Tanner born. <laughs> And it just said Susan Jane Tanner. It's not a stage name. <laughs> it's just she was born in the year Susan Jane Tanner. She's had her birth year redacted <laughs> across all forms of the internet. We couldn't find it yeah, anywhere. Yeah, not just Wikipedia. Gone. No, the completely. entire her fan internet. site. Her her nobody actor knows. Which is how pretty old. incriminating. I mean, it is. That really says something. Absolutely. Honestly, it, it didn't support my argument for sure. <laughs> So I was I was doing some additional research sure. on her, and the only fact I could find is that she was like an I don't know if she was an original cast member or like in the original production as a replacement, but mm-hmm. she like uh-huh. was in it, and then they brought her back for the film. For the film, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but she was the only the one who had been brought back, which is the... why she was old <laughs> comparatively. A woman of a certain age. A woman of a certain. She wasn't. She, okay, she's not that old. She's very beautiful. She's very talented. We love her very mm-hmm. much. Oh, I wish she was here now. I'm in <laughs> the Susan Jane Tanner family. She might be. I am. <laughs> she's with us. Any one of us could be Susan Jane Tanner. There's no way to know. A brilliant actress. <laughs> you can't do visual bits on a podcast. You just unzip no, yourself. No, podcasts are a visual medium. You can. Meryl did it. <laughs> you just have to narrate like a radio play. Yeah, absolutely. like Monkus Strap. Yes. Are we not all Ira Glass? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I've mm. never actually heard Ira Glass speak, so I'm just doing my best imitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. 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 I think Ira Glass did podcasts before podcasts were like podcasts. Right. That's like NPR. <laughs> that's like his gig, whole thing. Right? Yeah. National podcast well, rules. Ira Glass does, does NPR. <laughs> uh, American. <laughs> This American life, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Correct. Um, so I, I guess what we're all trying to say is if you know Susan Jane Tanner's real age, tweet at us. <laughs> we Send need it to know. Our way Inquiring it is a minds mystery. want to know. Email us, write us a letter, send Susan Jane Tanner to our doorstep. So we can ask her. We can carbon her. date her. <laughs> Would love to just slice into that thigh and count the rings. <laughs> Anyway, she's incredibly talented, she and this is, is no way talented. a smear campaign. We did find out that she she was like Slight she's done raking, a lot of work on West on the West End. She was like Madame Thenardier, and yeah, she is according to is. Connor incredibly famous <laughs> in London. Like, let's be real. Yeah, she's done well, a lot you know of work. What they say if you can make it in London, you can make it anywhere else. <laughs> I feel like it's more like if you can make it in London, you can make it in London, wow, and also wow, probably shade. a few other places. <laughs> Like a few. I mean, like, Pat yeah. Lapone made it in London. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> that wasn't her first gig, though. It might have been. There's no way to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's discuss Rum Tum Tugger, the sexy cat. What? The David the, Bowie cat. The David, David Bowie cat. Okay. Demeter is the sexy cat. Demeter is a sexy cat, and we're leaving Demeter's it Demeter's a lady, right? Yeah, she's the yes. lady okay, so sexy cat. so Rum Tum Tugger is the, the man sexy cat. Correct. Yes. He does a well, lot of pelvic yeah. thrusts. He does. Yeah. Mm. He does. But True. can we not say that all the cats are sexy cats? I mean, they're all, all the cats can. are sexy cats. <laughs> can't, why, why must we be exclusive? Should we limit? Except for Grizabella, whom everyone shuns. She's sexy yeah. under all of those rags. 
They're all wearing bodysuits, so it's true. true. They're we all were sexy. watching the film, and there was one person who was in like a again. All of these body t- suits are skin tight. Yeah, uh, who neck to was, toe? Whoever was playing Cassandra, I think it was loose. The bodysuit. Yeah, she was. Loose she was so her. thin that her very very tight <laughs> bodysuit was like wrinkled gapping <laughs> how dare you how dare you because it's the 80s their bones are poking through their skin like, and their costumes and she's... can you just like text me your coke diet like let <laughs> me know how it goes and then i'll right. go on that diet grams per day please <laughs> let me get DPG. on it um but rum tum tugger is <clears throat> extremely sexy sexy mm-hmm. and he's like the third number in and it's very mm-hmm. rock and roll very flash yeah it is very flash they're really starting off with a bang mm. i'd also like to point out that in this show there is a fight with the dogs oh yeah i speak on that there are multiple fights yeah. actually oh everybody fights so i had Cat a fight it's a furious show i um, noticed something because i listened to the original broadway cast recording brad the Dog. <laughs> Brad? Thank you. Brag. Brag. <laughs> I'm missing this joke. Brad. Brag. Brad. <laughs> Nick. Okay. This. Please. Sorry. Um, I listened to the original cast recording and like the dog scene wasn't in there. Instead it was replaced with like Gus singing about Griddlebones Griddle last, Bones stand. last Stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird, and I, I defer to Keaton on this. <laughs> yeah, Keaton, explain yourself. No, there there are differences. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lord Webber, we know Lord Andrew Lord Webber, Lord. There are differences between the West End and the U.S. <laughs> yeah, editions. like where they are well, geographically. Right. <laughs> yes. right. Well, mm-hmm. Matt, and um, as always with with all musicals, they change a little when they hop the pond. All yeah, the pond. There, there are um, several characters that are cut from the West End production, mm-hmm. including oh, Griddlebones. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> growl, growl, growl Tiger, I Growl Tiger, yeah. yeah, Growl Tiger, Griddlebones. Like there are several cats uh, about which I know very I think, little. Well, because Gus is playing. Gus played Growl yeah. Tiger, yeah, because he's the theater cat. Yeah, so and he he's like describing how he played this character. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Um, fun fact, in the revival, which coincidentally, Caitlin and I just went and saw. That's coincidentally. Right. Um, Gus, instead of portraying Griddlebones, as he does in the original production, portrays the rumpus cat. Hmm. So they sort of m- meld both of those Not in my so then did they do- together. <laughs> So they did. They did the Fact scene. They that. did the scene with the dogs. with the peaks and the pollicles. Yes, okay. um, which are the two different breeds of dog. I yeah, guess. it's like the I have a box on my head dog and the I have a bag on my I head. I have a dog. bag on my head dog. <laughs> oh, dogs! They're, they're cats playing dogs. Sure, in trash costumes. Yes. That they made out of the alley. It is. We'll get into it later. <laughs> it's truly incredible. Jenny and that's uh, this reeks of Jenny and that's is doing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the whole thing is so theatrical. That is why I love it. That's true. There's a whole ten minute breakdown where they just dance the Jellicle Ball. The Jellicle Ball. Oh, it's it's um it's an amazing dance scene. It's it an is. incredible, yeah, it beautiful mm-hmm. ballet. Never take it away from me. I wish it was playing. Ever. We'll play it right now. We're going to take a quick break to watch. I the almost Jellicle feel like Ball. you can't do this without also like simultaneously watching it because I feel like sure. everyone watching this is like listening to this. It's a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone listening to this is p- 
perhaps not a fan of cats. Which is crazy. Which is insane. But it's a safe bet. (laughs) All right, I feel a a little attacked now. It's a safe bet because people don't like it. And I don't understand that. I would recommend watching the film, uh, the film stage version. And I would recommend watching it with someone who likes it. Yes. (laughs) If we... I was going to say, I think one of the main problems with people not liking it is that it's a very visual show. So when you just listen to the songs, it can get really, you can get really mired down in like the weird lyrics and like understanding it. But when you watch it, it's so much more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're looking for a plot in the soundtrack, you will will probably not. You will not find it. If you'd like to fly Caitlin and King now, (laughs) just email us. Just let me know. (laughs) If you buy their plane tickets, they'll come watch Cats on Your Couch with you. It'll be fun. And then you will have to watch Annie with them after. (laughs) It's a real if you give a mouse a cookie situation. (laughs) But we'll watch whatever version you like. (laughs) If you give a moose a muffin, they will watch Annie on your couch. (laughs) Is the Cameron Diaz version in? No. We'll watch any version. Except all except. of the versions, except the one we like. Well, two we like, so. Yeah. yeah. What's the other one? There's the 1999 made-for-TV version starring, starring Kathy, Bates. Kathy Bates, Alan Cumming, and Kristen Chenoweth. And Audra McDonald. Audra McDonald, we Victor Garber. We were not hired Garber. to do the Annie podcast. <laughs> you were not hired at all. I just want to make that clear. You were not hired. Correct. <laughs> If you need to leave, please, I'll understand. But yes, going going back to the to the last point, if you if you need to fly us out, we are here to break down the stigma against cats. Last night, I learned that another one of my friends is into cats, like a lifelong cat, like us. Is that and, how you um, identify your cats? For well, cats? well, no, that's, no, cats I, I don't. I don't truly really think of yeah. myself as a cat, but um, I do think that there's a certain bond between people who have like come to light with cats and like understand it for its truth. Mm-hmm. Have seen the heavy side lair. Well, no essentially, one's seen, no one's seen the heavy side lair. <laughs> Only one cat a year ascends. No, they ascend and they get to like rejuvenate R and R. They're done. They don't ever come back. It's they a do. reincarnation situation. It's a reincarnation it. situation. Right. So, exactly. So they, they. Do you want to take this? Well, so. Um, yeah, once once a cat goes up, 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 up to the heavy side layer. To the heavy side layer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, that cat is then reincarnated into a brand spanking new cat. A brand spanking new Jellicle cat. Jellicle cat. Because Jellicle. the cats have <laughs> been reincarnated into new cats for human cats. Yes. I don't know a better way to say that. Sure. Cats for human cats sounds right. Yeah. yeah. That seems like the easiest way to explain it. So well, it's not like serious. your first life of your nine lives and then you go to the heavy side lair and then you come back in your second life. It's like mm-hmm. after your nine lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as we said before, there are three cat lives. There's, right. the, there's the cat life with your human family. There's the cat life with the other cats. And then there is your Eternal. ethereal, jellical cat life. Which yes. is not particularly like named. No. We don't really ever find out people's like... It's like Long your soul. Term name. Your soul just mm-hmm. exists, and uh, so do cat souls. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, something like that. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So okay. the Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> oh, yeah, we that's were. where we were. Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, let's. Well, I feel like we've really. 
avoided talking about him for reasons I can't understand. Truly. Why would we not? He played a huge role in the film, I feel like. I just kept seeing him, like, thrusting on the sidelines. After after his, um, after the Rum Tum Tugger number, he acts uh, largely as a narrator. Right. Mm -hmm. With... Monkey strap. Monkey strap. strap. I've yes. always called him monkey strap, but I'm wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I yes. prefer to Keaton on the we turned, titles. We turned to Keaton to title. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, um, I was very surprised <clears throat> that uh, fun fact that I did not know that the original Broadway Rum Tum Tugger was Terrence Mann. Who Correct. Was the King and Pippin. The King and Pippin, and also um, Larry in a chorus line movie. And correct me, the adult male in Spring Awakening. Maybe I may have made that up. I don't quote sure. me. <laughs> well, what? Who's Spring Awakening? Terrence Mann. Adult male. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. He's, he's been around. relevant though, and you would also recognize him from like <clears throat> random. Film. Yeah, he's, he's been he's around a for a really long time. Medium. Um, he's a Broadway man about exciting. town. Yeah, he is. It's a Broadway Terrence man about town. <laughs> 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 Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That was really good I proof like that. that I should not be co-hosting this podcast and maybe Galen should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Another no, fun fact about the rum the dad, like the sweet little like dad mm-hmm. from Next Normal, you love him, you love him, he's having such trouble, but he's so, so nice. Michael yes. Cerberus? No, <laughs> that's the dad from Fun Home. Oh, I thought they were the same show. <laughs> <laughs> the dad from Next we did a Fun Home is... episode. You did a podcast on. No, but when on you fun say home. Next to Normal, my brain goes mm, same. Yeah, well, but the one who's not Shrek, who's the Shrek? Brian, Brian Darcy, Darcy. Brian the one who's Darcy. not that, mm-hmm. but he was in the Broadway. Aren't we one. all Shrek? Um, a little what's bit? his name? I can't remember his name. The guy who played the dad. Yeah, I I can't remember off the top of my head. Alice Ripley. I keep trying to call him Jay Armstrong Johnson, and that is that's, not correct. That is a child. That's a very young man. Yeah, okay, so we're, we're talking about it. It's not Jay Armstrong Johnson, because I, that's names on my mind, because I saw him in a show last night. It was Brag. very good. Ooh, but, um, which one? Move on. No, move on. Move on. <laughs> oh, move on. Move on. <laughs> Mad ones. Same thing. Very close. Um, um, but what about the dad The Kerrigan and Loudermilk one. Okay. It's the it's the un, the unauthorized autobiography of Samantha Jones, Samantha Jones. but they retitled it, and uh, it is incredible. Yeah. Go see it. Walk, don't run. I, I think Kerrigan uh, yes. and Latimer like tweeted out a video of Jay Armstrong. Jay Armstrong oh my God, he's so cute. He sings that song that everyone loves. The um, Runaway. Let with me my. be your yeah. car out of town. That one. <laughs> yep. Right. Uh, Jay Robert Spencer. Jay you Robert Spencer. I was very close. You're so close. Anyway, so his like primary credit, to my knowledge, before Next Normal was. Rum Tum Tugger. Mm. For a while. That's quite a leap. To Isn't that go funny? From like, I just love that little small fact of like, you're a know. sexy cat and you're also a nice, nice dad. Yeah. Both. And as far as I know, he's just a nice, nice dad, like in Yonkers right now, like not sure. doing anything. Sure. And I love him for that. That makes sense. It doesn't list him as ever being in cat. <gasps> well, he was, though. <laughs> <laughs> but not on Broadway. No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. 
That I believe. I, I think he was on the tour for like a very long time. Okay. okay. He has At three the Broadway credits. He was Swing Inside Show. He was in Jersey Boys. And then he, he was, was in, in Jersey Boys. Next mm-hmm. to Marvel. We do love so, Caitlin, we do. I love speaking it. of Speaking of being on shows for a really long time, Caitlin and I had a discussion a little bit ago about uh, we wanted to know the woman who had been in Les Mis from start to finish. Yes, like this person must exist. Like yes. who was the was ensemble? Oh, yeah, no. It was no, the, it, when we were talking about cats, but they list someone. There, Marlene there Danielle was, was Marlene in. Danielle was mm-hmm. the woman who Did was in Broadway yeah. Cats. She was in for Cats the entire for run. the entire 18 year run. Yeah. Oh, Marlene Danielle. She started, I love she that. opened the show. I and she closed love the show that. So the, the, the bit started run. with the Les Mis bit yeah. of who's the person who got cast in the ensemble and they were like, mm, you could be a lovely lady now if you want to. We've lost enough cast members. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're older now. You should be Eponine. Oh, you're an incredible Eponine. talent. And now you should be Fontaine because you have aged out of Eponine, right. but you're still a year. Yeah. And you've been swinging for her anyway, so we're moving you up. Well, and then the eventually actress. she just ends the show as Madame Tenardier. Well, yeah. I mean, what? where else is there to go from exactly. Fontaine? Exactly. Uh, there is the actress who was uh, Madame Tenardier in the 10th anniversary <clears throat> and then reprised her role as Madame Tenardier in the 25th anniversary. Oh, yeah, God that's bless. right. But, um, yeah, there actually was, Marlene Danielle was that yeah, woman for Yeah, I was discussing her with uh, some people the other day. I think it was my mom. And I was like, yeah, can you imagine being in a show? They were like, yeah, that would be so hard. I'm like, it's not hard. To, it's, it's steady work. It's job security. Yeah. It's union pay eight shows a week for 18 Are you kidding years. Me? I do it in a fucking heartbeat. Incredible, exactly. incredible job security. We, I dream I dreamed a dream of job security. I, I do like believe that. that every actor dreams of job yeah, security absolutely. like that. I mean, like there are people even today. There are like people who they have they were cast. Their first Broadway show was Chicago, and mm-hmm. they're still doing Chicago today. Mm-hmm. I love that about it's Chicago like, because it's very fitting with exactly. Chicago. Like you're just still in jail. Right. Forgot to mention <laughs> you're rotting here <laughs> at the top, and I'm just going to take a quick sidebar here. What do you think we've been doing? That, but this, <laughs> this really, has been one long sidebar. This really belongs at the top of the show. Candy Burris from The Real Housewives of Atlanta, oh, sure, sure, sure. who is also the uh, writer of No Scrubs, is coming to Chicago on Broadway. Oh, my God. She's going to play Mama. <gasps> we should go. And I'm going to miss it because I'm not going to be here. We're flying you back. Devastated. We're flying you back. Anyway, the fans are flying you back. The fans. The fans will fly you back. Let's start a Patreon. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, fans. Thank you so much. I'm going to do that hands together bowing. (laughs) Thank you, fans. Okay, sorry. Going back to all of this uh, steady work. and um, I think we were on the Rum Tum Tugger. (laughs) We We still were on Rum Tum Tum Tugger. Played by a Jersey boy and also Shrek. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah maybe do i have that right yeah that's, that's brian Dutchie james is a rum tum tugger is everything i've ever needed yeah and yeah. i never knew till just now that's just, a, that would be great just now that'd be great no Imagine it would be a train wreck staying in lycra bodysuit shape for 18 years well you start when you're 16 <laughs> you have to do coke for 18 years long though that's like i know because I meant, your mom I meant made you start you. coke when you're 16 <laughs> that's what i meant yeah yeah, yeah. It's good for your heart. Your body needs it, actually. You need a little bit of Coke to get by. Yeah. (laughs) How else am I supposed to get through my day? (laughs) Enough sleep? Eating well? No. No. I'm sorry. Okay. This is New York. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Yeah. And then we will be back with more cats. (laughs) And Rum Tum Tugger. And Rum Tum Tugger. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
when you're walking alone. Because Jellicles are Angelicals too. Jellicles do Angelicals would. Jellicles would Angelicals can. Jellicles and Angelicals do. So that's an important <clears throat> list of things that Jellico cats are and do. They and are what? and do and would and could and should, should and will and do. And can. And can. And can. Because they're cats and they can. Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Welcome back. That's the whole thing. <laughs> they can and they do. And they will and you'll watch them. <laughs> and you'll like it. And you will like it. Uh, we're back. I'm A dinosaur sure. story. So. Again. So. That was Part two. Um, Jellicle Cats, as sung by Keaton and Caitlin. Badly. Incredible talent. Very well. Truly incredibly no, 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 no. Yeah. And we're legally allowed to use that because we're going to comment on what we just heard. It's um, true. It's true. It's true. I do a bit, because uh, I'm extremely dumb, where when you're on the subway, you know, and uh, the subway comes to a an abrupt stop. Halt. And you fall over on top of anyone it's gelatin bones and you sing it like jellical cats (laughs) gelatin bones and gelatin bones gelatin bones and gelatin bones gelatin bones and gelatin bones there it is what are we some kind of alley cat situation wow i just popped real hard hold on sorry i'm adjusting my volume by moving my mic away (laughs) i don't think that's how that works how do you volume high tech so I think we were talking about Rum Tum Tucker. I believe that to be true. <laughs> I believe that's where we left off and we hadn't discussed at all. I think so. Rum Tum Tucker. Oh, really quick, over the break, it came up that the Thelma and Louise analogy may not be entirely correct <laughs> as Caitlin and Keaton are both unlicensed <laughs> and have no we driver's ability. quote, unquote, adults who <laughs> cannot drive. <laughs> Cannot legally. legally 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 cannot drive, and you also functionally drive, I cannot drive. <laughs> functionally, legally. Caitlin never has, and she never will. <laughs> I can. have for a little while when I was seventeen, for like six months. Sure, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. can ride a car into the Grand Canyon, but yeah. we cannot drive the car <laughs> into the Grand Canyon. We'll need a suicide-ready so, chauffeur. Put a brick. So on I the feel like what would, what we could do is we could put the car in neutral, and then we could just push. <laughs> That's Can you fair. push a car over a cliff? Why not? Can I'm you? pretty sure if it would roll neutral, backwards. If, if it's, it's a, a neutral, neutral, we're fine. Anything is possible. Anything is. Yeah, it's true. When you're a cat. Because <laughs> the cat's the only cat. <laughs> Who knows? Cats can't drive that. cars, so what do I have doing a car? To I don't quote need, what Susical do I have the business musical, do I have driving a car? Sus- Anything's anything possible. possible. <laughs> to quote our third I thought you were going to do anything Susical. you can think. Anything's possible that's in the Seussical musical. It's not an original musical. It's 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 not an original musical. musical. Quote, anything's possible, unquote. (laughs) And they say that too. They say, quote, (laughs) anything is possible, unquote, Theodore Giesel. Yeah. Yeah, true. (laughs) We're doing literally everything we can to not talk about Rum Tum Tugger. And that's because of your hate for cats. And that's your fault. That is my fault. <laughs> it's also because of the sexual tension involved yeah, with the rum. We're all really just so sexually cat. attracted We're all to him. It. No one wants to talk about Nobody how wants sexy to talk to the us. Dave Bowie cat it's true. is. Dave Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Bowie. My favorite artist. He taught me it was okay to be weird. Dave Bowie. <laughs> We were close. What do we have on the Rum Tum Tugger? Major Tom Dave Bowie. The only um, note I have about Rum Tum Tugger is that he's Mr. Mustafa Lee's boyfriend. 
Is well, he? that is true. And <laughs> say it, take it. Now that is canon. That is true. That is canon. <laughs> As the king of canon. Sure, sure, sure. King I canon. Can, yeah. I can assuredly mm-hmm. say. Yes, queen, king, hot doctor. Um, okay. So. <laughs> yes, queen, king, hot president, king, hot doctor. Hot president, king, doctor. President, king, hot doctor. No. Um, so that the joke is for three people. Write it out. That, that take it out. for eight people. The, so. the evidence to the... Uh, to magical Mr. Mistopheles being the Rum Tum Tugger's boyfriend is the fact that the Rum Tum Tugger narrates and or sings. Or is his name Rum Tum Tugger? No, he's the Rum Tum Tugger. The Rum Tum Tugger. Now that is sexual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his (laughs) name is the Rum Tum Tubber because that's his jellical name. He's the Tubber. Rum Tum Tubber. (laughs) Tubber. And later in life, he becomes the Tubber. (laughs) After many jellical balls. Open bars. At this moment in time, his lycra suit is very loose, though. So (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. So he's just the Tugger. Speaking of magical Mr. Mistopheles, oh, well, there never was there ever. A cat so clever as <laughs> Magic Mr. Sally. The sing-along yes. song this of the show. It's the only song that I knew from the show going in, because it was the only song on my... Nope, I lied. I also knew Memory, but I didn't know it was from Cats. Uh, on my Andrew Lloyd Webber Greatest Hits okay. <laughs> CD that I listen to in my truck every sure. day after school. Um, and this cat is a magic cat who does magic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in the film, again, cannot recommend enough that you watch the film. There's some slow motion leaping. There's some pyrotechnic. Some mm-hmm. cool, like, computer, some CGI, quote unquote. Early like, CGI. Early, early yeah. CGI. Lightning um, bolts coming from hands. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah, glitter yeah. rainbows sure. coming out of sure, wands. Sure, 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 sure. I don't know. Um, he does not do the fuetes in the film. They the, skip it. The like, musical, it doesn't matter. In the film. So yeah. I, I feel like. Maybe look it up online. There's probably a video. There's probably 600 videos. There is a note on the Wikipedia page that says the Mr. Mistopheles number is supposed to be the one of the most technically challenging dances it in the show. It looks technically yeah. challenging. He does not sing it, to be clear. Yeah. Does not speak at all not the entire bit. show. Not once does he, does he speak. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Thank you. Now, I think for those of you that don't know what a fuete is, I should... And clarify. Yes. Uh, it's sort of it's a turn, um, but you stick your leg out uh, yes. in like ninety degrees, like to a ninety your other degree leg. Bama. Yeah, it's like straight out in front of you, it's like and a then high you second, I think. whip it around your body, um, and you use the momentum you use of your leg to turn. to turn. If you've ever seen like a ballerina in a music box, like mm-hmm. imagine that, but like six times as fast. Yes. yes. Um. So, or just like look it up. F O U E T T. Yes. That's a complicated spelling and not how I would spell it's it French. if I was it's Googling French. it. It's French. Yeah, but F U E T T is French enough for me. What they. So look it up and live it and learn it. It's a trick for sure. very hard Because it's a very emotional time. Yeah. There's so much dancing in this show. It's honestly incredible. And it's one like, step oh, down from the Rockettes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, ten steps up above the Rockettes. <laughs> it's, it's both at the same time. <laughs> Somehow it is extremely the Rockettes and not at all the Rockettes. <laughs> Amazing. The yeah. Rockettes would do a good job of cats, though, I think. I, I feel like the Rockettes have at least all been a cat at least once. Incorrect. Rockettes have only been Rockettes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been their dream since they were a child, it's, and they will be that until they are it's a like, Maggie Smith of 
<laughs> Rock- the Rockettes. And or like, the Susan um, Jane Tanner. Of the Rockettes. <laughs> it's like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Like, oh, yeah. Once you're yeah, in, yeah, you're yeah. in, and then when you're out, you're a rich housewife. Yeah. Watch Real Housewives of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I didn't know there was a Dallas. Oh, it's new, and it's so good. I'm going to say that one does sound new. There's a girl who used to be a carny, and <laughs> she says it, not my words, hers. And her name is Leanne Locke, and she's a national treasure. She threatened to kill someone with her bare hands. <laughs> Oh she my said, god! I was not born with a silver spoon in my hand. Yeah, but I was born with hands, and they can do a lot of things. <laughs> she said it whispered behind a closed door. Forgot she was miked. I. She was stark naked, getting ready to go in for a boob readjustment surgery. And who's not? <laughs> Aren't we all? You gotta have them tuned up. I uh, once, like once they're ten years old. You know, once they get some mileage on them, you have to get them. You have rotated. to do a revival. She yeah. was only ten years old. She's only 10. She is oh 50. God. She's a day. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, everyone watch it. Get back to me. Tweet at me. I'm watching it. Let's all this. The fact that you said that she was in the carnival makes me want to watch this. Yeah. Oh, we'll watch it together. I own it I on Amazon. So I buy the season pass so Great. we can watch it together. I'm going to fly to L.A. Great. To watch it with you. Uh, I guess we should announce it. Uh, oh, that's I'm moving right. to LA, so this, <laughs> this is the This podcast is going to become a long distance podcast. So I'm gonna Skype in. And uh this is the last episode of Merrill in uh New York with Nick and Ooh. I. And I think that's true. Yeah. So I'm happy to be celebrating cats and uh let's get back to Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, let's talk about the Rum Tum Tugger. Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all the Rum Tum Tugger's boyfriend. Tays. Wait, what is Mr. Mistopheles um, nay? Rum tum tugger. Nay, rum tum tugger. Nay, tugger. Nay, tugger. Mr. hyphen tugger. Hyphen tugger. Sure, sure, sure. Um, let's Obviously. talk about Demeter. Oh, sexy cat. Sexy cat. How much cat. can we say about Demeter? I really want to know what trio. the fuck a Gumby is. A so, Gumby cat. Well, does anyone know? It's not important. It's not. Well, it's not. It they talk they're, about it well, so much. So they're like the the um. What's in the Little Shop of Horrors? What mm-hmm. are they? The doo girls. girls. Yeah, they're the doo girls. Okay. Yeah, cats, basically. They, it's, they're it's kind of narrators. Um, kind of backup. Kind of. She is sort the of the sure. female monkey strap. She mm-hmm. she does a lot of narrating. She yeah. does what he doesn't do, and um, she also is one of the trio mm. when they're called upon, <laughs> and. You know, and she's incredible. She's incredibly sassy and sexy and fun. No, who's like her, her understudy in the film? It's it's Demeter and oh, so Bumballerina. Yeah, so she has like a little. Baby. So the yeah the the Gumby trio trio is Demeter and Jelly Lorem and Bumballerina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we. Uh, Bumballerina. Mm-hmm. Jenny Annie Dots. No, nope. no, no, you're right. Jelly Lorm, you're Jenny right. Annie Dots is a Gumby cat, but she's not part of. She the is the, she's not in the. Gumby she's trio. the star of that yeah. song. Yes. Yeah. She is the Gumby cat. She's the Gumby cat. She has a trio to back her. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> the Gumby cat song is like we're the Gumby cat, but then it's like three girls really singing the song while Jenny Annie Dots is like doing things. And she yes. comments. And like, she's like, while I'm she's, in. Yeah. But she is the star of the show, so they're the Gumby trio because. Mm-hmm. They sing the Gummy Cat song together. They right. also sing other songs together. Yes. Sure, sure, um, sure. So, yeah, Demeter and uh, Bumballerina and Jelly Lorem sing in a trio often. Uh, also in the song McCavity and. Um, McCavity. 
cavity, my cavity. <laughs> which is no one. Which might also be known as the cell block tango of That's cats. right. Here, let's play it. <laughs> <laughs> let's investigate. It's spooky. So it is a spooky. Well, because McCavity is a spooky cat. It is spooky. That's like where it's the most. We're high. skipping ahead. <laughs> That's the Gummy Trio. That's it. No, I just skipped well, right, to, right, right to the end. Well, not all the way We're to the end. We're going to skip to the end. It doesn't look like the end. Spotify's hard. It's <laughs> so hot. It's fine. It's so hard. The trellis past repair is the wonder of the thing. My cavity's not there. There you go. That is, there it is. And they get really sexy about it. There it is. We have to comment over this so we don't have to pay. Oh, really? Okay. They don't seem very scared in this song. They seem very. They're more exasperated. They're like, yeah, they're all just yeah. like tired. They seem very horny for him. They, they like <laughs> exhilarated. I mean, Demeter's the sexy cat. So, yeah. well, you like, yeah, like she's a power cat. She really and is, and he's a power cat. So she's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's into you don't it. Two me. alphas, um, as it were. She likes a bad boy. As a side yeah. note, the McCavity song was maybe the sexiest thing I had heard by age 12. <laughs> <laughs> Not memory? <That's> fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play Can that Can memory be described as a sexy song? No, it, depends it is on an achingly sad song. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that falls into the same category as like... Um, uh, Skid Row and like yeah. Don't Cry For Me Argentina in songs that I Art. felt an extreme emotional yes. attachment to that I had no business <laughs> relating to at all. Skid Row like, is everything and I have no reason to like it. You're, Truly. you're absolutely not living in the gutter but you do feel it. Feel that in the moment. Yeah, you do feel very lonely in the streetlights. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Nobody uh, yeah, understands. And the Eponine song. What's yeah, that? Uh, uh, on My Own. On My Own. Like, yes. I Dreamed a Dream. Yeah. I understand what it's like to be a mom as a sex worker. I do understand oh what it's like to give up a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> I do understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, back to a bum ballerina. Bumbalina. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was very good. Um, Hire me. <laughs> No, uh, so the reason why we refer to her as Demeter's understudy is because her bodysuit is her look. Is is essentially it's, it's a it's a carbon copy of Demeter's, but she's just n- not as busty. Like, yeah, Demeter's maybe yeah. also like twenty nine, right? And Bombalarina's maybe like nineteen. Yeah, okay. like and she's like the she's kind of a mini Demeter, and she mm-hmm. always like she hasn't aged younger. into her sexiest time she's yet. Yeah. She always it. does the like vocal support, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in all of Demeter's trios and all of that stuff. So she's, she's a kitty in training. She really is, and yeah, that's she's basically it. She's ready. Ty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Ty. Let's talk Busta for Jones. Let's talk about it. <sighs> 
he carries a Connor's giant spoon. Connor's mad because we all, when we watched the film, we were all deciding, oh, no, we've oh, knocked no, the vodka. No. We're good, we're good, we're good. Um, it's fine. When we watched the film, we all decided what cat we were, and Caitlin was obviously Jenny Annie Dots, and Caitlin was obviously Skimbleshanks, the cat, and I said I was Grisabella, and then Connor's like, well, wait, what cat am I? And Caitlin told him he was Buster for Jones. <laughs> That's Connor, not. That Connor's, is not true. Connor's freaking pissed. That is not. <laughs> I may have said that. That might have been me. It happened. I was. Happened. He was accused. He was accused of being busted for Jones. I was sure. accused of being busted for Jones, and I was very incensed. Only, about it. only because there's a lack of other male cats to choose from. Sure. There's only so many, and Keaton's the train cat. Right. No commonplace mouses of such well-cut trousers or such an impeccable bird. Also partly narrated by Susan Jane Tanner. <laughs> Truly. Important. Anyway, he's a fancy cat. He's a f- <laughs> he is a fancy cat. He wears white spats. And I feel about Bustover Jones the same way I feel about Connor. So I think that speaks volumes. <laughs> I think that's... Only positive. <laughs> what is that feeling? Very so much love and, and affection for Christopher uh, Jones. I've seen you wear spats. <laughs> you I look know good you in spats. spats. How dare you call me out like that? How dare you? <laughs> Discuss the wardrobe. I've also seen you hold a giant spoon. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen you get ready to eat a big bowl of cereal. So. He's a fancy cat in a fancy house and he wears a tuxedo. a tuxedo but he's not a tuxedo cat that would be mr mistopheles right mr mistopheles uh-huh. is the thin tuxedo cat <laughs> buster for jones is not the thin tuxedo that's correct cat. and that's not a read on connor it's Rillier. not a read it on felt connor like Rillier. a read on connor it's Rillier. not it's no. not <laughs> mr mistopheles is actually the tuxedo cat with uh pyrotechnics and lighting yeah, yeah. effects yeah sure, he's sure, actually sure. the light up tuxedo essentially cat. <laughs> his tuxedo is fitted with christmas lights yeah he's basically a christmas tree a thin Christmas tree. <laughs> Cannot stress this enough. He's very thin. He's well, incredible. you get thin from doing all those fouettes. 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 F O O E T E E S. Fouettes. I was going to say something about before mm, Bustopher Jones. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, he's fat because he's so fancy. He lives like on the Upper East Side and yeah, he, he gets fed fancy like wet food all the constantly. time. Ew. Basically, he's eating like canned tuna like a freaking living high on the hog. <laughs> he's only fat because his life is great. He gets to eat the mm-hmm. fanciest meals. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's that's discerning, why I'm though. so fat because my life is so great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I live in a food desert. <laughs> Anyway, uh, here we are. Welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> it's terrible here. It is. Well, Caitlin left, so yeah, Caitlin only got just, out. Barely. <clears throat> just, just barely. Just barely. Just barely. She's in Harlem. Two full hours. A week ago. <laughs> two months ago. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Count them. Two. 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 Count them. Two. Let's get into Grizabella because we're nearing the end. Ah, oh, I love her. Oh, song fuck. You all know Here it comes. Caitlin's gonna sing along. I'm not. I would never. I don't know where it was starting. Is anyone a soprano like that anyway? No. No. Truly not. No. Some tenors might be. <laughs> no one's a soprano like 80 sopranos. I'll stop. That's true. Like the sunflower, I yearn to turn my face to the door. 
So that's just a little snippet. That's a little known verse also. (laughs) (laughs) It's the beginning of the original Broadway cast recording according Mm -hmm. to Spotify. Again, Spotify Spotify. sucks. Just buy all your recordings. Well, also, uh, memory is actually done Mm -hmm. in like three four. iterations yeah, there's, like there's many portions it's kind of divided it's, up yeah, so yeah. then it's never like one full song when you hear versions of the song it's kind of an amalgamation of all the different verses yeah. in yeah. whatever order they decided to put them True. in the the like memory that people know is like the second reprise yeah. like it's pretty much the school of rock when yeah. summer auditions to be in the band Miranda Cosgrove Miranda Cosgrove she goes memory all alone in the man stop yeah <laughs> that's a, that incredible scene that we just reenacted word for word <laughs> shot for Truly. shot Thank you. Uh, is the memory that most people are familiar with <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is its link to pop culture. That is its sure. it's unfortunate pop culture. Reference. It's a great song. It's a great song. It's very sad. It I is. need to write my mom an apology letter for how many times she heard that song <laughs> whilst she was raising me to become the strong woman that I am. So Truly, I, uh, she must have liked it because if I tried pulling that, then my dad or my mom would be like, "No, we're not listening to that a hundred mm-hmm. times." Sorry. Um, my parents encouraged me to sing because yeah, you have a beautiful voice. Well, well, that's not it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what it was, but it wasn't that. Kindness. <laughs> Kindness. Kindness. It was purity of heart that led them it to was. that. Maybe it's because it they wanted you to stop making costumes for your bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. sorry. It's a true story. <laughs> tell us Please bird. tell us. I love it so much. You tell it? Yeah. Tell, tell it, tell us. it. Okay, so tell. I had a bird. I got my bird for maybe my 13th or 14th birthday. I didn't know I was getting a bird. I don't know that I ever asked for a bird, <laughs> truth be told. I I think that um, my parents felt bad that we'd never had any pets and fish suck. Um, and so we went to the store on my birthday. I was like, where are we going? I thought we were going to Denny's. This sucks. <laughs> We went to a pet store. Great. They were like, do you want to pick out a bird? It's this kind of bird that you want. And no, I, was I like, want cool. a grand slam. Because, so <laughs> what you need to know about my parents is they're bird people. That's why I got a bird. They had like 15 macaws before I was born. And then they were like, sell the motorcycle, sell the macaws. We're having babies. I like to imagine that they just loosed them on Texas. Oh, yeah. They definitely just, just opened just, Well, the that's door. part of the story. So hold tight. Free. So, go I free. I don't know what happened to the macaws. No, I presume you would go to jail for letting a macaw free in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, So I got a cockatiel and uh, this this bird was like an idiot. Wait, like the cockatiel you say? The cockatiel. You know, they're gray and white. They have a little yellow stupid chicken thing on their head. Uh, It was a sweet bird. Right? It had no affection to anyone. It kind of thought it was a dog. It had its wings clipped. It couldn't fly. It did poop everywhere. Uh, The only real joy I found in owning this bird is that um, a thing you know about me is consistently through my life. I've been making doll clothes, costumes. I still do it. I love sewing. She's a very talented costumer. I love it. I love sewing. I made Keaton a a Pennywise costume for Halloween. It was, was um, I'd say, excellent. It was Um, the... Nominal. That was amazing. Well, you wore it, baby. Um, 
So the only joy that I really took in owning this bird, because mostly I was just changing its newspaper, um, was that I would dress it up in costumes and like stage it because its wings were clipped. So it really like couldn't go very far. So I could make it like a little paper chef's hat and like position it onto an unlit stove, obviously, but like sitting on a pot of water on the stove and like photograph it. (laughs) Like chef bird. And um, there were a lot of iterations of birds. Sometimes I took it outside. It was like very daring. Like sometimes we had like bird who's fishing, you know, like sometimes we had bird who's catching butterflies. Uh, We had American girl bird a lot of times because I had the American girl like props. Was it Felicity? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had a Felicity and a Molly. So if you can imagine like colonial and post-World War II accessories combined on a bird, like that's what that was. Can we discuss how the horse that she loved was owned by a man named Jiggy Nye, which seems offensive in a way I can't articulate. It certainly is just... (laughs) Jiggy Nye seems like a name that shouldn't be allowed to be printed in children's books. Should we find out if they still call that guy Jiggy Nye? I would love to investigate. Let's go to the American Girl store after this. Oh my god. Fifth Avenue, here we come. Anyway, so American Girl doll bird. Sure, sure, sure. Essentially. So so the bird was... The bird was whatever the bird dreamed it was. (laughs) Sure. And by the bird you uh, I'd say that you. bird had a great life and um <laughs> I would say one day Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So one day I woke up and I had gotten fucking tired of having this bird in my room. It was loud. It was stinky. I was like I'm not this bird doesn't live in my room anymore. Okay. Okay, so, like side note. This is like a preemptive statement that I should have made a while ago. I never named the bird. <laughs> My parents were like, what are you going to call a bird? And I was like, uh, bird. Bird. <laughs> hey, where's bird? We lost bird. Bird was where chefs got lost. Was a bird. Have you seen this bird? Last year wearing tiny Wanted. glasses from World War II. And an apron from Colonial Williamsburg. So one day I raised from the dead like teenagers do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> And I came downstairs, and the birdcage was, like, right by the stairs, which was also, like, right by the front door. He got plenty of light. He, she, who knows? Bird. Um, bird. Bird got plenty of light. Uh, and there was no bird. There was also no cage, no food, no anything having to do with the bird. It was like the bird evaporated with all its accoutrement. And, uh, I was like, where's my bird? And my parents were a little bit, like, did you like what bird (laughs) as though it had all been a dream they didn't know you had photographic evidence of the birds i mean that only lasted very briefly like while they got their story straight we took him to a farm where he could run yeah and it was that (laughs) it was was a running it was we found someone who wanted to this is before craigslist we found someone who wanted to adopt your bird oh yeah yeah we were just asking on the street corner (laughs) anybody want this bird oh yeah (laughs) it was please take this bird get this bird out of my house it? Do you think they <laughs> killed your bird? I don't think they killed it. I do think they put the cage in the trash can and let the bird go out the front door with its sad, sad clipped wings. And I do think it got eaten by a possum. Or a cat. Or a cat. To bring it full circle. I have no proof of Old what happened to this bird. And I, and I only in recent years was like, Mom, no one adopted that bird, right? She's like, adopted? <laughs> what? No, your dad sent it out. <laughs> 
be gone, Bird. Like dry cleaning. He sent it out. I uh, know. Truthfully, I think they sent it. They, like, I think they took it back to a pet store, like not the pet store we got it from, because it was very no far, return far policy away. On the no returns store. on birds. <laughs> this is a used bird, and we won't take it. I back. think they were just like, hey, you're a sanctuary city for animals. <laughs> Take this. It's sanctuary city for animals. Oh my god. <laughs> like New York, El Paso, sanctuary city. <laughs> we weren't far from El Paso. We were 10 hours from El Paso. In, in Texas, that's practically neighbor. Fun fact, you can be 10 hours from another city in the same state if you're in Texas. Oh, God, I hate Texas so much. Anyway, that's the story of Bird. The, uh, now we're on cat. R.I.P. Bird. R.I.P. Bird. The moral of that story is Caitlin was the original Instagram influencer. <laughs> That's right. It's true. I would love people make millions off of like Instagrams of puppies <laughs> sleeping. Of pets. Oh my ridiculous. god, your bird could have been millions. of fame. Shoulda woulda. I should find it. What if I pretended that I had the bird now today? What if I, I would, got a new bird? I would pay. I should get a new bird. Taking <laughs> taking iPhone photos of Polaroids. <laughs> if I could find that is the most Instagram it's thing that. I've ever it heard. I was using a digital camera, a disposable <gasps> digital camera. Wow. No wait, no, they're not digital. I just mean like not a disposable camera. Just a disposable camera. A disposable digital camera is not a thing. Take it to Walgreen. Dwayne Reed. Walmart. Walmart. Dwayne Reed. Walmart. Walmart. Do you guys know what Dwayne Reed is? Out there? In the world? Out there. In the world. Listeners. Oh, the biggest the biggest power move is talking to your family back home. Oh, I just ran to Dwayne Reed. Telling your mom, can you Walgreens to you guys? I like to say online as a yeah as yeah, a yeah, power yeah. move. I don't say it here, but I do say it in Texas. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll well, just I'm waiting wait online. online, and everyone's like, "What?" I'm like, <laughs> "Sorry, it's, it's what we say there. It's what we say in New York. <laughs> say it in LA when you go there. I will. Okay, I'm not going to speak at all when I go to LA because I'm afraid I'll inhale too much ash and I'll die of COPD. You will. <laughs> please don't get burned up by a giant tree fire. Yeah, no, please. That's really terrible. Fear, so that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You'll be okay. I read this. Did you read? Uh, I'm sorry. This is completely off topic. Edit it out. There we was... have been completely off topic for the past. <laughs> I know. Well, I told a story about a bird. But <laughs> I, I feel like this is fine. <laughs> no, uh, please do. Necessary. There was an incredible. I'll be short. There was a very incredible story about a couple who survived the fire by Hungry being in now? a pool. So <gasps> no. like, keep what? that in your back pocket. The fire was like <laughs> consuming their home and their lives. And yeah. they were in their There's neighbor's no pool. Just like dunking down and like coming up for air like dunkin donuts dunkin donuts oh wow and they were like freezing in the pool and they were naked because their clothes burned off and it was like kind of sexy because we were old and it was kind of sexy because they were do edit this out (laughs) hashtag the film it's complicated (laughs) it was was meryl street fire version Speaking of fire version, um, I don't have a good segue. <laughs> so back one. to the rum tum tugger. Back to the rum tum tugger. So I think ultimately what we need to do is I don't remember we do where find we out. We were. just talked about memory. We yes, we do find out who ascends to the heavy side layer. We yes. do, and um, yes. it is Grizabella. Yeah. who sings memory because she All was the, the most sad. <laughs> she was the most sad. She, she done the ready. most in her many lives. I was she gonna was. say a and lot of times ignoring her and not touching her, and then she like tricks them into loving her again because she like did song. something again she's kind of like a scab cat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that she but then everyone like off. kind of remembers how wonderful scab she was like, like she like you know, crossed like, the picket line mm-hmm. yeah no okay. <laughs> right. she was a scab <laughs> like, like when you get a dried cut. blood cool, cool, cool. yeah yeah okay. she was a scab cat. got it so like 
she like yeah. she's living her life as a scab, and then she kind of like reminds people how great she was back when, and they're kind of like so she's back Aww. when she was an open wound. Isn't that sweet? We still kind of like <laughs> don't love you because you're a gross scab cat, yeah. but you were nice then. But you can't fall send you off up. to heaven. Yeah, let's send you up. Send so you on she your goes. Way. Old Deuteronomy. Send me on my way. Takes all yeah. the way. Yes. <laughs> I have that song on my phone and I asked Siri to play it this weekend many times. <laughs> Did she understand you when he said, Send me on my way? Siri, hey Siri, play. Send me on my way. Send me on my way. Send me on my way. And then I just imagined I was Matilda. <laughs> just Don't we all always? Walk into the library. Yeah, absolutely. Slash in Ice Age, walking away from the Ice Age. True. I don't remember what they're doing in that section. Following the acorn. It's a good That's journey song. Is that song also Swirl? in that Ice yeah. Age movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should watch that Ice Age movie. I would yeah. like to. Don't need to get technical. <laughs> reach out my hand. I mean, if we're, doing, if we're doing an Ice Age podcast montage yeah. and we which are. i think we are and we are yeah. we've this successfully segued into the ice age the ice age podcast i can't wait to make an ice age broadway musical oh yes speaking would they of get musicals, ray romano to be in that they, they actually would. tapped me to be sid the sloth <laughs> great i'm scratch that's fitting <laughs> i'm i'm very sloth <laughs> sid the sloth i want to be both of the possums at the same time what possums? That's the Ice Age that, 2. Um, that's, that's Ice Age 4. <laughs> Get out of here. That's too far. Oh, my God. I, they all look the same to me. How dare you? Whoa. <laughs> Watch yourself. Offense. Shake ass. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you're with. Uh, speaking of musicals Caitlin and I have conceived of, we are devastated that Hercules was not made into a musical Cruel. before Cheyenne Jackson aged, aged out. out of the role yeah. of Hercules. Oh my God, Cheyenne Jackson as Hercules in the Hercules musical. Imagine. Never make a Hercules musical. You missed your chance. You yeah. missed it. Are you kidding me? He looks like a cartoon teenage Hercules. It's true. It's true. But also, if you're going to make a Hercules musical, please cast us. Like, please yeah. make it. I mean, like, I would be a great gargoyle. Oh my God, I'd be an incredible fate. That's Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> the wrong one. No. <laughs> did they already make oh, a Hunchback too? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like they playing did. in Germany. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Bryson auditioned for it the other day. Don't. Beep it. It was in Delaware. Delaware. Oh, Delaware. Interesting. Okay, so um, that's how that ends. Grisabelle goes up, and then all the Jellicoe cats yeah. are like, We're gelatin bones. And <laughs> like, um, all of a sudden, we're very proud of you. All of a sudden, they all forgive her and or maybe they're just glad she's yeah. gone because like, just, like, excited old for her. Her. Yeah. like you get at a wedding where you're like i don't want to get married but you guys are getting married and yeah. i feel, feel and i love that i just love, I love that or it's like when your friend gets married and you hate her fiance but you're like well it's happening and i can't really do anything about it so like yay i'm so happy, happy you're married because you. i've had so much champagne yes that's basically that they're drunk cats they're drunk point. cats yeah. yeah a lot of lactic acid has built up in yeah. their bodies from all the turns and leaps they've done truly yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah and they're drunk on it yeah anyway yeah um so that's how that ends right uh anything yeah. else uh, did the cats do bows uh, um they say the incredible the line a cat is not a dog a cat I mean, is like, not that's pretty much dog. honestly that's like lines of the show is uh, like take this with you audience yeah yeah if you're oh, also they say um, also uh they do not... reference um call a cat by my name or his name you know yes call me by your name call me by your name but which they name? did call me by your name before call me by your name Cat me by your yeah. cat. Cat me by your name. I mean, cats inspired many common trends we see today. It's true. So. It's true. Many it's common true. trends. It's a pretty formative musical for most people, whether you know it or not. I did want to ask, um, so like, because 
all of us have uh, have been in musical theater for a while, and Prove like we're it. like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For the record, never been in a musical. I mean, like we've all like had musical theater like part of our lives for a really long time, um, and like a lot of us listen to the Andrew Lord Webber yeah. CD but in our Lloyd trucks Andrew after Lord school. Webber. But um, there has been a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, musicals have been adapted into films, yes, or have had their stage adaptation filmed. Yes. I wanted to ask, was Cats your guys' first? Or did you, like, because, like... You will never forget your first. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You never forget your first. But, like, because um, I never saw Cats, the movie, as a kid. That's a crime. My first, the first <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber I You mean the I staged saw, adaptation? Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one that I saw was um, Joseph. And the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah. I have truthfully not watched any other Andrew Lloyd Webber all the way through because I... <laughs> Hate it very much. Um, this Same. is largely due to my aversion to God musicals. Truly, mm. and he mostly does God musicals. They're all it's allegories. A, it's a, a flaw, except for Cats, which is just a fucking musical about cats. cats. You're right. So, so it's not allegory. about ascending to heaven with the God cat. You're right. That's not a theme at all. There was like a story about. It's this not literally show. a Bible story. Allegorical. Yeah, neither is Sunset. But there's like a story about the show where like someone was trying to ask Andrew Lloyd Webber. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber about like some part of the show and they're like is it allegory is it metaphor and Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber goes it's a musical about cats I'm pretty sure he's bound by the Elliot estate to yes. make very few claims yeah. about yeah, the show absolutely so a good friend of ours Peter was in a musical adaptation <laughs> called Cat Dashians which was, was incredible. a Kardashian musical where they were portraying cats and uh, Peter sang as Caitlyn Jen- Jenner, uh, the song Memory. And then, but it was Meow Marie. <laughs> but it then was got incredible. sued. It was so good. Got great. a cease and desist it was, from it was... the really useful group, basically, from Angela Lloyd Webber being like, you cannot sing this because. Because it violates my contract par- as yeah. Angela Lloyd Webber. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My contract with T.S. Eliot's uh, widow, who is also estate. dead. Like, she yeah, was alive. Estate. She was alive when the show opened, like <clears throat> in right. the 80s. His estate says. <clears throat> she's dead? That's sad. I assume. I'm sing- I mean, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, she's so fancy. <laughs> I feel bad that she's dead. I'm, ass- I'm assuming um, because she would be very, very old. She's elegant. Elegant. Yeah. Well, True. I never hope Sarah Brightman has death. I think that she is eternal. Has death. Not Andrew Lloyd Webber's widow. Oh, T.S. Thought- Eliot's widow. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Okay. I, didn't I was think like, she Sarah Brightman is married to Lord Andrew I, This is a misunderstanding. <laughs> Lord uh, Sarah Brightman, Lloyd Webber. Presumably T.S. Eliot's <laughs> wife is yes, dead. Is dead. Well, I Presumably. But, his, but the estate is, is tightly controlled by... Children, uh-uh. heirs, who knows? Yeah. There's no... Cats? I don't cats. know. <laughs> Lawyers who are no paid heftily to do that? They couldn't sing Memory, but... They did anyway, maybe. I don't know. They didn't. Well, they, they like took it out. They revamped it. It sounded less like memory. Yes. But, but still I thought they did still other memory. parodies of the s- songs. Not of Cats. Of other songs, yes, but okay. not a, from anything from I Cats. I could have sworn there were more from Cats, but. Anyway. No, it wasn't very um, catty. Okay, we're now to the favorite part of uh, yeah. the show from nobody. No one likes this part, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, man and share this. Caitlin, you can go first. Man and share the show for us. Why do uh, you like it? It is my personal mission in life, I would say, to um, impart 
the knowledge of cats into people who do not understand it, know it, are familiar with it. I just need to spread the love, spread the knowledge, spread the joy of cats because Mm -hmm. it was very formative for me, like in terms of creating me as a human and a performer and a lot of other things. It is, I love it because it is the most theatrical theater can get. Like the whole thing with theater is we're going to suspend our disbelief, whatever, we're going to sit here and watch people who aren't those things do those things. Yes. And it takes it so far, it <laughs> Thelma and Louise is it right off the cliff. <laughs> Even though neither of them have driver's licenses. None of, them have None of the cats license. can drive. Um, they can't drive. None cats can't drive. Cats. Except for Scumble Never let Shanks, a cat but tell he can only drive can a drive. train. I mean, he directs the train. We don't know if he drives it. <laughs> we have well, no way of knowing. We don't have that information. And Connor. a train is not a car, much like a I love cats because it is highly theatrical. It is the singing and the dancing and the costumes and the lights Mm -hmm. and the set and the suspension of disbelief and the storytelling and the idiocy that is all musical theater. And it pushes it. It pushes it and it takes you there and you say, okay, I'm in. Okay, we're going there. We're going there with you, dumb cats Mm -hmm. who have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. All right. And that is why it is close to mine heart. Mm. Would you say it's a top 10 musical for you? Top three. Top three. Yeah. Top three. That's incredible. Keaton, man and share this for us. Uh, Yeah. So uh, generally when I think about whether or not I enjoy a musical, it is based purely on the fact it's based purely upon whether or not I am entertained when I'm watching it, you know? It's sure, the um, standard by which we should all be judging <laughs> that. I mean, truly, but um, I mean, I, I would like to sort of turn this back on to the two of you because we had just, <laughs> we just watched it all together. Right. And mm-hmm. I would like to ask the both of you, I know that Cats is sort of regarded as a generally ridiculous musical that is, you know, infamous she- for, for being ridiculous and or bad mm-hmm. um but i would like to ask you uh did you enjoy it when we when we watched it did you enjoy yourself so connor man and share this for us sure and i will answer keaton's question mm-hmm. along did, with this did you enjoy it um when we watched it all together i did enjoy it sure um i thought it was really fun and everyone's yes. clapping so if you didn't everyone's clapping every, everyone's clapping uh <sighs> If you didn't <laughs> get from like comments, I'm not a fan of this show at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one is. <laughs> and no one is. Um, You're I, a cat or a cat. I I agree with Caitlin that it's it's theatricality taken to its like at most nth. edge, like to its nth degree. And I wrote down a note that said this show is basically a testament to the power of the theater. You can make the truly dumbest thing ever and it will be a success the power of the theater (laughs) yeah like (laughs) um but yeah i was entertained by the show i think that the show um shines when you have the visual element when you can see the dance and you can see the costumes and the i mean like they literally act like cats on stage yeah it's like the whole package it's like that thing where your english teacher was like Shakespeare is not meant to be read. It's meant to be performed. Performed, exactly. <laughs> like, and then it's that whole idea. Musicals aren't meant to be heard. They're meant to be Right. Watched. So when I listen to Cats, I cannot stand it. 
I, That's I, rude of it you. took me like four hours to get through the soundtrack today because I had to keep stopping. Although, Painful. when you are watching it, when you see it, there are many like musical swells, like musical yeah, motifs that, that do like incite an emotional response in you. Yeah, no, absolutely. But like once you've seen it, don't you like feel it? No. <laughs> I yes, do. I do. No, just me. <laughs> just me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it will ever be one of my favorite shows, but I understand why it's a lot of people's favorite shows, and I don't truly hate it as much as I did. I'm so happy. Wait, Keaton. And that's all we've ever wanted. I know. Would you say this is a top 10 musical for you? Yeah, I would say so. Top I mean, five? I, maybe not top five. Okay. I... I did so the day that at solid six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, mm-hmm. like the day that I moved to New York City, mm-hmm. the very first thing that I did as soon as I got to my apartment and dropped off, off all the of my three bags. Bucks, two bags, one Keaton, and a ticket. <laughs> well, okay. Two. Three so the, bucks, two bags, one me. Ticket so the, to cats. The very <laughs> first thing I did was was sing the start to be bit from Annie. Well, but right. the sure. second thing I That's did was was buy front. Uh, front row mezzanine tickets to see cats. Truly Day one place. of yeah. living in New York City. So you could say I'm a fan. You could say that. <laughs> you wouldn't. Once be I wrong. realized that Keaton was such a fan that he would dare to do a thing like buy tickets on his first day, I really, really struggled because then I thought. Who am I gonna see cats with? <laughs> Turns out Keaton, Keaton. just Keaton. again. And, and then I said, Oh, I'll see it again. Twice, bitch. <laughs> Keaton will watch anything at least four times. Not anything. Anything that he likes. Anything, anything. good. <laughs> anything. anything good like that. Um, Meryl, mm. man in chair. Mm. Well, <clears throat> as you all well know, I'm uh, truly the world's only Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. <laughs> Correct. Uh, to ever graduate from the halls, the hallowed halls of Hallowed. the University of Missouri, Columbia. Credited <clears throat> University. Credited University. For now. For now. Now, uh, interestingly, Cats was not a show of what Angela Dovers that I had seen, um, but I was very excited to dive into it on this podcast. I agree with Connor. Loved watching the 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 film, especially with two diehard fans. Mm-hmm. Also, especially with a couple glasses slash boxes of wine in our systems. That was great. Um, <clears throat> I would love to see the stage production because I do think the dancing is incredible. Just the physical toll that this show would take on you. I honestly can't imagine doing it for 18 straight years. Yeah. Um, How can one? This this entire episode is dedicated to Marlene Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say it's more dedicated, more dedicated to, to Susan, Susan Jane Tanner. <laughs> the both. They are both. in tandem. Yeah, they are. They are the Mungo Jerry and, and Rumble Teaser of, of this musical of theater. They are the tandem cartwheels down the stairs and down the street and it, it's the onto the, the subway. subway and onto the train. The songs are definitely catchy. Yeah. Uh, I will. I have had and will continue to have Jellicle Cats slash gelatin bones stuck in my head until uh, well into next week. Kingdom Come. Truly. Kingdom As come, it were. Um, and again, Memory was a formative song in my youth, uh, despite not knowing that it was from Cats. And Mr. Mistopheles, again, mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not say it's top 10 for me, but I do like it. I do think everyone should see it at least once. <sighs> it's a cornerstone of musical theater. It is. I like that you say that. I've never... Mm, 
I love that. <laughs> Everyone should see it. You have to. You have to. You must. Agreed. You Cats must is, see it. Cats it, is canon. You must. It is it, theater. It's canon. Cats is Cats canon. Cats is canon. When also, Caitlin says it is, it is the entirety of musical theater pushed to its furthest edge, I could not agree more. Yeah, absolutely. It is absolutely, you go to theater to suspend your disbelief. You believe that these cats are in a life-size, true-to-scale alley, that they have an inner life that you know nothing about, that they all meet and cheer and hate have each other thing. and have criminal backgrounds <laughs> and, <laughs> and like clicks and then one of them goes to heaven. <laughs> so like um, I, I do think that it is a, a real exercise in uh, your ability to love the theater. But if you can get through Cats and, and not totally hate it, then you're set for any other thing musical theater has to throw at you. It's True. a good theater, like it's a good f- like theater filter for like theater 101 classes like yes Mm -hmm. if you still want to do this (laughs) (laughs) you're in baby you're in the club you're in okay yeah um do you guys have anything to plug any projects you're working on projects you're working on or Mm. want people to follow your instagram i'm just looking for a job so if you want to hire me i'll do anything caitlin really is an amazing costume designer she really is and actor and performer and um screen tester (laughs) and set designer lighting designer filler at the golden globes i never have done that that's a lie i wish keaton i think the only the only thing that i would like to say before we wrap up is is that uh i invite you to take a chance on cats before you pass judgment on it i think that the number one thing that that caitlin and i face on a daily basis is (laughs) is the fact that people peg cats as something that is bad before they have seen it and that is something you struggle because someone every day every day Cats is bad because someone told me Cats was bad, and so I believe Cats is bad. I've heard memory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've heard memory because I've seen School of Rock. Right. So before you tell other people that Cats is bad, just watch it. Oh, I love and, that. Like, Take a and, chance on cats. And you are free, like, hate you it. are free to hate dislike it. it. Write us, tweet at us. Yeah, tweet, <laughs> tweet at, at us. At us. At but yeah. watch it first. Watch it first. Absolutely. Good, Give solid advice. Cats watch it first. Definitely. And do you have any plugs? Besides do you have any, cats. Yeah, do you have any projects you're working on or anything like that? Plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> All right. We're not is. licensed for that. That's a no. <laughs> we're not. We've already played half of the entire musical of Cats, That's though. That's true. You just yeah, have to we comment on that. On oh, of course. And also three people listen to this. That's true. So, um, Okay, well, uh, that's it for me. Connor, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, No, fingers crossed. I did just submit a play to a play festival today. Fingers crossed for yes. fingers crossed. Yeah, that's so exciting. Uh, I won't find out until, like, next year, though. That's how so, like, festival goes. That's how play festivals, that's how play festivals go. The festival. So, but fingers crossed. Defensible. Definitely. Okay, well, if you are trying to find us on social media, we are at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, basically wherever your podcasts are available, mm-hmm. you can find us. Please like and subscribe. Please rate and review us. That helps us reach more people. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends about it. Like our Facebook page. Find us on Instagram. Tweet at us. Uh, comments, questions, concerns you might have about this episode. Email us if you want to be on the pod that's all i have truly so until next week bye because jellicles can angelicals do jellicles do angelicals can jellicles what angelicals do